Hi, I'm Tori Aletto, and welcome to the Imperfect Person Podcast. I'm your host, a licensed marriage and family therapist for the last 15 years. This podcast was created from the heart of my work, which is how the hardest parts of life often lead us to healing the relationship we have with ourselves. Each episode will dive into hard conversations with honesty and compassion. I'm so grateful that this podcast was produced by my friends over at Next Level University. And now let's move through the hard stuff together. Hi, and welcome to episode three of The Imperfect Person. I'm Tori Aletto. And today I want to talk about a question that I ask myself often that really grounds my healing. You know, we can get so analytical. What's the right thing to say? Um, what, What can I do here? But really when it comes down to it, the question that you want to ask yourself is, how do I want this to feel? And in context, that could look like, how do I want my relationship to feel? How do I want the connection I have with my children to feel? And that really is a groundbreaking question. And I'm going to go into some story and examples. These are actually true examples that I pulled from in my own life and in different parts of my life so that it can touch you, you know, in your journey and wherever you are to really show you why this is such an important question to think about, to ask yourself and to pull from um, in order to figure out how you want to show up in the areas of your life that are most important. So the first example that I'm going to go into is back when I was in my twenties, I was in a relationship um, and I was dating someone who was incredibly kind and incredibly trustworthy. But the challenge was in my two previous relationships, I had been cheated on. So I come into this relationship with that wound, with those wounds and others, right? All of it. I come into that relationship with all of it. And here's the framework. There would be a scenario where he wanted to go out with his friends. And I remember in my mind that was something that I wanted him to do. And I had said that, I want you to have friends. I want you to go out. I want you to have your own life. But my energy was completely different. It was anxious. It was nervous. It was invasive, controlling even, you know, and those aren't words that I really like to like label myself as, but I don't identify as those parts of me. Those were wounded parts. Um, And that's what they felt like. And what happened was those feelings were so overwhelming to me. And at the time, I didn't know where they were coming from, how to cope with them or what to do. So what I call protective behaviors, my protective behaviors came in and that looked like reaching out to him a lot when he was out. That looked like asking him a lot of questions. When are you coming back? What is it out? When you get it? That looked like having like a strange feeling or, or, or vibe, I'd even say, when he told me he had plans coming up. And it created a really off dynamic. And I remember sitting there thinking, wow, I know for a fact that I want him to have his own life. What's going on for me here where my energy is almost saying something completely different? And when I stopped, 
to really think about this, I ask myself this really important question. How do I want my relationship to feel, particularly in these moments? But these moments are what make up what I call the atmosphere of a relationship. How do I want this relationship to feel? And immediately I answered that question with free. And then I thought to myself, how does this relationship feel, particularly in these moments where I was examining it? And it felt suffocating. And that was huge for me to see this disconnect between how I wanted it to feel and what it actually felt like. And then I was able to look at how am I contributing to the suffocation? What am I doing or what am I really, what's surfacing outward that I have to look at that's contributing to this energy between us. Because what happens is these energies exist and we dance all around them and we function all around them and they, be, they take on a life of their own. So I remember one night in particular, I remember saying to him, hey, listen, I know that I'm saying to you that I want you to have friends and go out and enjoy yourself. And I know my energy is saying something very different, but that's mine to cope with and manage. So you go out tonight and I want you to know that I'm going to be starting to work on this. And he was like, okay. And I'll never forget. I have like a real visual remembering a memory of this. I was sitting in my room and I took out a notebook and I was just writing. Like I was like, Matt Damon and Goodwill Hunting, except it wasn't math. It was like crazy things you never want anyone to know that, that are going on in your head. <laughs> I was just writing, 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 writing. And I was like, wow, there's so much here. And what I realized was, which I now come to know the term, is I was creating a container to try to soothe myself or try to move myself from what I would say would be like a nine or 10 on the reactivity scale to like a seven or six. And when I was able to just get it out and my fears and I can't control this and I've been hurt before and da, 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 all these things, I started to see and make connections to my wounds, to the stuff that I was carrying in from my previous relationship and really kind of meet myself there. There was no judgment. There was no shame. There was a witnessing of a disconnect between a value of mine, which is freedom and how I was showing up in the energy that I was contributing to my relationship. And those disconnects can really highlight areas where we want to work. They can really change our, the feel of how we show up, not just what we say. And that's so important. The feel matters so much more. Do you know how many times I have couples come into couples therapy and they can say the words, but their partners can't feel them? They don't care if you say the validating sentence that I gave you, right? They care if they can feel your presence. They care if they can feel connected to you. And that's not an easy thing to do. So I give credit to anyone that's starting with the sort of detached statements because that's where we start when we grow. But it's the presence. It's the feeling that matters. That's what we're after. Now, when I think of it, you know, when I think of my husband and the things that we go through or the circumstances that come up, that question pops up for me all the time. How do I want my marriage to feel? And yes, freedom comes up, but the other word that comes up for me is safe, safety, connected. 
And there are moments where this really grounds me in how I want to show up in my marriage. There are moments where my kitchen's a mess and I'm overstimulated and done. And I see him sit on the couch and the reactive part of me wants to be like, what are you doing? You know? And then I think to myself to this question, how do I want my relationship to feel? And it soothes or grounds either way that reactivity in me because of my own stimulation and my own frustration. And I say, how are you doing? And then he'll tell me about his bad day and we connect. And then we clean the kitchen together and it goes a lot differently. This question I think is so important. It's important with our children. It's important in all relationships and it's important in our work lives. You know, it's a question we could ask ourselves throughout, Um, but it really kind of shows us our work and it allows us to become accountable with how we're contributing to the feel of a situation, not just what we're saying and doing, because those things can sometimes feel very differently. I think of this in terms of my children and, you know, sitting at the dinner table and I have one child who eats anything you put in front of her and the other that, you know, throws half the stuff on the floor. And when I think about mealtime, I think about that question. How do I want this meal to feel? How do I want mealtimes together as a family to feel? I want them to be joyful and funny and exciting and connecting. Now, that does not mean that they always go that way. Of course not. I have other people at the table with me who have moods and you know needs and all sorts of things, but it grounds me in how I show up. And the difference here is, am I going to sit there and focus and get annoyed about the food on the floor or what they're eating or not eating or some silly thing that they're doing? Or Am I going to show up in a way that serves me and my values, which is joy, connection, you know, all the things that I want from mealtime. And that's how I show up again. Always want to reiterate this, not perfectly. There are times where my kids eat in front of the television and that's good enough, (laughs) but I'm talking about when there is intention around it. And I think this is a really important thing. Uh, to think about. I remember working with families when I used to do family sessions and sometimes they would come in before a vacation or a trip and they knew, you know, they know each other and they know everyone's dynamics and who was going to fight and complain and all this. And I remember we used to get really clear on what do you, how do you want this trip to feel? And again, this doesn't mean that you can control every moment of how it feels. It just means how do you want to show up? Because the, how do you feel leads to the next part? How do you want to show up? Do you want to stress over morning breakfast or do you want to look outside and and take in the sky? And of course, everyone's going to say the latter, right? But that doesn't mean we always know how to do that. You know, we're programmed and have all these different functionings and things that we're all healing and growing from and working on. I just find that that question is so simple and profound at the same time. And I notice, you know, when I think of it too, I'm a really a big practicer. I'm not even going to say believer. I'm a big practicer on being really present with my kids and then completely doing my own thing. I notice any time that I'm in that in-between energy where I'm half paying attention and half doing something, there's crankiness, there's this, there's that. I'm, I lose my boundaries and it's just a big 
energy feel mess? And then I think to myself, how do I want the time that I'm with my kids to feel? And I want it to feel connecting. I want it to feel present. So I make sure I do that. And what I'll do in those kind of scenarios is I'll leave my phone home and we'll go outside and play. And I'll do things that I wouldn't normally do. I'll start playing, you know, a game or running around or being silly, you know, parts of me that I don't have access to because I'm a stressed adult, (laughs) but I'll do it. I'll go there because they're connecting moments. And then I come home and then I completely, you know, everyone has to do their own thing. I realize when I don't do that, I'm always working from a place of half. I'm half in, I'm half out. I'm half guilty. I'm half annoyed. And it's just like, you know, I'm really not embodying the feel of what I want parenting for me to be or, or relationships for me to be. I really believe that we lose touch with this part of healing because we're so worried in what we're saying. And do we say the right thing? Do we do the right thing? Do we repair the right way? We get so caught up. We almost analyze healing that we forget that a lot of what we're healing from is how we felt growing up. It's the aloneness we felt. Yes, there's experiences in particular that stick out but they're feelings, they're wounds because there are feelings that we had over and over again, maybe in our families that we're healing from. And when we think of it that way, it can really translate really beautifully to being imperfect people, but trying to embody the feeling that we want to have. I hope that that kind of inspires you to think in whatever area that's important to you that you're working on right now. And it really helps you look at how you're showing up and contributing to the energy in your relationship, the energy with your kids, the energy with your family at work, with your friends, with your people, you're dating, whoever. I hope it really allows you to look at that, not in a shameful way, but in an accountable way, almost like a freeing way. Like, oh yeah, this is so far away from how I want this to feel. How do I get there? And you will, and you will. I recently did a webinar called Choosing You from Self-Abandonment to Self-Connection. I've done many webinars, which will all be available on demand, by the way, soon. But this was by far my favorite webinar. So if you have interest in kind of bridging the gap between what you know and what you do, uh, check it out. It's on demand right now. Um, And if you don't already, please come join me at NY Therapist. I will be talking more about this topic because it's on my mind right now. Um, And if this resonates, you know, leave me a comment, reach out, let me know what you're thinking. Thanks. Thanks.